Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Thank all of you for being here. Uh, We say this every week, but we are so honored by your presence. Um, And uh, if we can do anything to make this better, let us know. We had a, a, a dear sweet lady write in this week. Uh, with a very encouraging note uh, about how this program has helped her. And uh, we would love to hear those things because that's why we do this. But thank you for being here. You know, uh, I I know so many people that absolutely hate conflict, and my wife is one of them. Uh, She has hated conflict all her life, avoided conflict all her life. If she knows she's going to be in a situation of potential conflict, Oh, man, it can bother her for days, uh, you know, dreading that. If one pops up out of nowhere, all of a sudden she's feeling confused and gets a headache and frustrated and and things like that. Now, she's way better than she used to be. But um, there are so many people that that's that's true for them, too. Even people who are in a, a business, where they constantly have to deal with conflict, many of them hate and dread conflict. And, and it's one of the reasons they come home at the end of the day exhausted and they get sick and they start having health problems and, and all those sorts of things is because they have this, this terrible fear of conflict. Well, I hope to turn that on its end today that after you understand these principles that we're going to talk about, that you'll not only not dread conflict in your life, but maybe even in, maybe in a way look forward to it. Because we have this view of conflict that it's bad, that it's two people angry at each other, that it's uh, uh, something to be avoided, that, that one person is going to take advantage of another or, or something like that. It does not have to be that at all. Two people can love each other dearly but have conflict, all right? Uh, my wife and I uh, like very different television shows, okay? Now, I try not to watch much television, but when I do, we tend to like very different things, okay? Well, that's a conflict. Does that mean that we don't love each other? Does that mean that uh, we're not intimate with each other? Does it? Mean, no, of course not. All right, conflict does not have to be a bad thing. It can be a good thing. All right, and the good thing is that it takes you to a better place. That that dealing with the conflict in the right way, according to spiritual principles. For anything, do I start from the first? Uh, no, we went just up until. Uh... Okay, I know I know where it was because I started hearing a recording. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, so that's what we want. 
all right, beyond win-win. Now, the way, the way most conflict resolution experts teach conflict resolution is for you go, to go into the conflict resolution in order to win, okay? If you read most of the books, uh, that's what most of them boil down to, whether they say it that way or not. I'm going in this to win for me, all right? What I want to put forth to you today is that in order to win, you may have to lose, or you may have to lose in order to win. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to explain what that means. I know that didn't make any sense left at that, all right? But I think the spiritual way to resolve conflict is very, very different from what most of the experts teach. And there's six things, all right? So if you've got your pencil, write these down. There's six steps to what I believe is spiritual conflict resolution where you, you get what you really want every time and it is even beyond win-win, usually where the, the two people feel closer than they did before things started and, and can have much better relations. So let's get right to it, all right? Number one is pray, all right? Before you go into any sort of conflict resolution, and by the way, you can have, you can have uh, conflict and need conflict resolution with yourself. Happens all the time, all right? Uh, I grew up believing that I was bad, now, that didn't come from my parents. My parents told me I was good, I was wonderful, but I grew up in a religious setting, all right? So in that, you know, what God says is the only thing that matters, and what I was taught in that religious setting growing up was that I was bad, okay? And I could not measure up, so I had a conflict with me all my life. I'm bad, man, you know, so it can absolutely be, excuse me, it can absolutely be with yourself. So number one is pray, and not just a flippant, okay, step one is pray, so I'm going to pray. A sincere prayer that whatever needs to happen here, even if it involves me not getting what I want in order to get what I really want, that that will happen. Okay, so step number one is pray, and part B of step number one is to go into the whole process. Alex, you've been knocked off again. Uh, you must be having some real challenges with weather down there. I know you brought that up earlier today, but you're going to have to pop off. Sure, am I not here? There you are. You're back. Oh, I'm back now? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, so part B of step number one is to go into the process with step number six foremost in your mind as far as that's how I will evaluate whether this has been successful or not. And, and obviously you don't know what step number six is yet, but you will. So pray and have number six as your as your criteria. Um, pray for the other person involved in the situation and that whatever happens will be best for them as well as you. All right? Step number two, go and speak 
to the person, not to others about the person. This is the, this is, <laughs> everybody gets this one wrong, all right? Because they hate conflict, because it's not comfortable sometimes, because they have the wrong view of conflict as something bad rather than an opportunity, they don't want to do it. They don't want to talk to the person. Maybe they're angry at them. They think that person will be angry at them, all right? So they go and talk to other people, or they just stew and kind of talk to themselves about that other person, and this will 100% of the time make the problem worse. 100% of the time. Every time. It will make the problem worse if you talk to other people rather than the, rather than the person. All right? There, you cannot bypass this step. You have to go talk to the other person. The only way you can bypass this step is if the person is dead. All right, and then you need to address them as you pray in step one. That 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 this issue with that person will be resolved, even though they're dead. All right. And by the way, it's very frequently that you need conflict resolution with someone who is dead. Okay, a parent, an uncle, someone. Okay, so go and speak to the person, but. You, you make sure you prayed first. Number three, you have to find out the, the objective truth about the situation. Okay, so many times we go into conflict resolution without knowing the whole story. Okay, we've got one little piece, and that's what we're angry about. When you go into conflict resolution the right way, you need to have dug a little bit. You need to have done a little bit of research, uh, whether that is uh, online or talking to others that were involved in the same situation, to go back and check your notes. Uh, whatever you can do, make sure that when you go into the conflict resolution, you have the clearest picture of the whole truth that you can possibly get. Your perspective, their perspective, God's perspective, other people's perspective, the perspective of the economy, of everything that could possibly be relevant. You've got to get the whole truth. Um, when you get the whole truth, you need to bathe the truth in love. Okay? The truth is why you're going into the conflict resolution. Love is how you're going into it. Never go into conflict resolution in anger or um, uh, trying to trick the other person to get what you want. Um, go in armed with the truth, coming from a place of love. In, in other words, I not only want this to be a win for me, I want this to be a win just as much for the other person as I do for myself. Now that is really hard to do. That takes some prayer to do, to want success for them just as much as you do yourself. 
all right? And this is a step that almost everybody leaves out, okay? Step number four. Uh, Jesus said to his um, followers as he was sending them out, be as wise as serpents and as gentle as a dove. And that is step number four. Be as wise as, as, as possible through God's help. Be as wise as you can possibly be, but be as gentle as you can possibly be. Gentle and kind. Okay? So what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is being ruthless, being, being angry, being mean, uh, wielding power just because you can. In other words, forcing you, what you want on the other person and not being wise at all, being, being short-sighted, thinking that money or stuff is the point. Money or stuff is never the point of conflict resolution. Never. It's a relationship. The important thing is the relationship. So if you go in valuing uh, a financial resolution, well, that, that's, that may certainly be a vital component to what you come Alex, you've been uh, muted again. Can you hear me, Ken? Can hear you now. Okay, I don't know what's going on today. Yes. Yeah, um, okay, number five. This is the. This needs to be the ultimate win-win, which means you are not done with the conflict resolution until it is the ultimate win-win and the relationship is the, is the ultimate winner, meaning that you and that other person are now on better relationship terms than you were when you started you're okay with them, and as far as it's under your control, they're good with you. You feel positive about each other. You feel like the other person has uh, contributed to the process, and you feel like the conclusion you have reached is not only what's best for you, but it's what's best for them. If you have not reached that place, you're not done with the conflict resolution. Most people quit too soon. They quit as soon as they get to something they feel like they can live with. You're not done when you've got something you can live with. You're not done until you're at what you would call the ultimate win-win. When they can ask you, okay, Alex, how do you feel about this? And I can honestly say, I feel great about this. And I turn back around to them. How do you feel about this? And they say, I feel the same way. I feel great about this. There's two components to that. 
Number one is the relationship between the, between the two of you or however many people are involved. That's the most important one. The second one is whatever, whatever the issue is that you're trying to reach resolution on, whether that's money or relationship issue or um, logistics of some kind in your life, uh, whatever that is, you have to get, reach a resolution that both of you feel great about on both of those, not just one. And very few people do that. As soon as they get something, they feel like, ah, yeah, well, I'm not real crazy about this, but I can live with it. And, and as, soon as, as soon as I agree, I can quit talking to them. And by the way, I never want to talk to them again. Um, so I, let's just get it over with. I'll, I'll swallow this, and let me get on with my day. That is not conflict resolution, the spiritual way. That's conflict resolution, the way most of the experts say to do it, where you just come away with a workable solution. You don't want that. That will continue to eat you up inside. And every time you think about it, it It'll bring a bad taste in your mouth, and it will suppress your immune system. It'll hurt you, okay? So don't stop there. And number six, and this is the most important one, and this is the one that you go into the whole thing saying, this is my criteria, and this is it. Be willing to lose what you want in order to get what you really want. Be willing to lose what you want in order to get what you really want. Let's start with what you really want. What do you really want? What, do you, what you really want is always the same. It's love, joy, and peace. Okay? That is the real gold, platinum, silver, diamonds, rubies, emeralds of our existence. Okay? And you get those things and you are rich. And, and, and that internal richness will translate usually to externals, to an external richness. Okay? So if what you really want is love, joy, and peace, then if you have to give up what you want, which may be money, it may be some time. It may be some circumstances in your life that are not completely what you would like, all right? If you have to give up what you want, be willing to do that to get what you really want. Never, ever, ever give up what you really want, which is love, joy, and peace. That's why you can't stop the resolution until you get to win-win on two levels, the circumstances and the relationship, where you can both say, I feel great about this. Now, that may mean that instead of it taking 30 minutes, it takes 30 days. I don't mean you're not doing anything else for 30 days, but you may have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, get together two or three times, all right? And, um, but it's worth it because once you reach this kind of conflict resolution, it will produce more 
love, joy, and peace in your life, rather than the opposite, where you either get what you want by force, in other words, you control the conflict resolution to get what you want as far as the circumstances, and then you and that eats you up inside and the other person. They'll probably hate you forever from then on. Or you let the other person take advantage of you, and, and it's the same result. It eats you up on the inside from then on. Okay? So you never sacrifice what you really want, which is love, joy, and peace. Now, you can't control the other person. I understand that. But you keep going until you get to that ultimate win-win to the degree that you are capable of causing that to happen. If the other person in the end is just absolutely not willing, that's where you might have to give up what you want. Okay, John, I see that you are absolutely not going to bend at all. On, on what you require in order for this to be resolved. So you want money from me, you want circumstances from me, you want time from me, or you're not going to be okay. Is that right? And John maybe says, that is right. I, this, is, this is what I want. It's what I thought we agreed to, and I'm not compromising. Well, it might be at that point that I have to say, Okay, if I agree to that, John, will you promise me one thing? That our relationship will be okay. That, that you will not hold ill will against me. That I promise you that I will not hold that against you. And I will give in and I will let you have the better deal financially or the better deal as far as the circumstances but what I want is for our relationship to be good. Okay. Now, if he says no, I would keep going even then until you can get to the place where he says he's okay with the relationship. All right. I, I don't ever want somebody out there who is who is thinking and telling people um, negative, bad things about me. If you understand action at a distance, the Einstein-Podaski-Rosen experiment, which is in the book, um, you know that that can affect you even though you don't have a clue where this guy is or what he's doing. It can still impact the physiology of your body, no matter where he is. Okay, So I would still try to resolve that. But in the end, you can only do this to the degree that it's possible for you to do this. You can't force the other person. So that's the last outcome that you have to be okay with is, okay, I'm going to be at a place of love, joy, and peace, even if this person is not willing to bend and they're not willing to be okay with me. I know I've done everything I can do I know I was willing to lose what I want as far as the circumstances, the finances, whatever, and that what and, and, and I've done the best I could do to try and repair the relationship. That is all you can do, but that will allow you 
to stay in a place of love, joy, and peace. And maybe over time, and it usually does, over time, they will soften and come back and say, hey, I just wanted you to know that thing that happened a couple of years ago, you know, I'm sorry, I was too hardline about that. It'll usually come back. But to me, that is spiritual conflict resolution. Pray, speak to the person, go into the situation with the whole truth, go in with love, be as wise as a serpent and as gentle as a dove, that involves insight and empathy for the other person. Make it the ultimate win-win. Continue the process until there is true resolution and forgiveness. And be willing to lose what you want in order to get what you really want. And that's it, Ken.